Hello, and welcome to the First Prez Mommy podcast, the show for people on the go who like to stay in tune with the conversations at our church. Today, guest pastor Stephen Aundo uses Hebrews 6, 9-20, to speak about hope. Not just an uncertain wishful desire, but hope in Christ. Let's hear today's message. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Let's do this again. Good morning. How are you doing? You look lovely, all of you. And uh, I must say, I must say, I love the sound of the organ. It's just beautiful. Uh, he agrees with me, right? <laughs> That's right. I, I love the. I'm a musician. Used to be a musician, uh, growing up as well. I love music when I hear good music. It's beautiful. Another thing I observed that I, I must say is, you have an amazing backdrop. I should say. <laughs> I was like, whoa! I didn't think about that. It's beautiful. Really, 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 really beautiful. Okay, I am called Stephen Ondo. I come from, originally from Uganda, not Massachusetts. I live in Massachusetts right now. Yes, and my family, my wife and son, are in Providence. That's where I live, actually, in Providence, but I spend most of the time in Massachusetts. Um, I pastor a church called Child of God Sanctuary, and they allowed me to come here today. My family allowed me to come here today, and they sent their greetings to you. Please receive their greetings. And... Um, Today I am here not because, uh, well, I should say I am representing Compassion International today. But uh, it's not Compassion or it's not just me that said I am going to go and I'm going to speak. No. I put it this way. The way maker, miracle worker, Promise keeper, the light in the darkness is the one who sent me here this morning. I repeat, the way maker, the miracle worker, the promise keeper, the light in the darkness, he is the one that sent me here today. There we go. <laughs> Lovely. All right, let's, let's pray. Mighty God, I want to thank you for this beautiful morning, and I thank you for this lovely time of fellowship with, uh, with these brethren. Jehovah, I pray that you open our ears to hear your word. Lord, I pray that you also give us the, the understanding of what you are saying to us today. I pray, Lord, that also by the power of the Holy Ghost, you increase and strengthen our faith to act according to your will. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen and amen. So today I'm speaking on a, on a subject called hope. Somebody say hope. Oh. Ah, there we go, there we go. Seriously? It worked. <laughs> All right, I'm talking about hope. And uh, I'm reading from 
Hebrews chapter 6, verses 9. Hebrews chapter 6, verses 9. And I'll go on. The text is until 20, but I stopped in the media there. So I'm going to tie the text and uh, the teaching on hope with my story. My life story of, uh, of time before compassion and in compassion. What compassion did or what God did through Compassion International in my life. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 9 says, Even though we speak like this, beloved, we are convinced of better things in your case. Things that accompany salvation. Verse 10, for God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown for his name as you have ministered to the saints and continue to do so. Verse 11, we want each of you to show this same diligence to the very end in order to make your hope sure. Then you will not be sluggish, but will, but will imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. Key words through faith and patience. Through faith and patience, inherit what has been promised. Again, I say, the promise keeper is the one who sent me here today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, nice. All right. So when I talk about hope, There's two kinds of hope. I would think of it in two ways. There's hope that is rooted in our own carnal understanding or our strength that I know if it's going to happen, I might be able to do this or I could. So, I'll just, so we, you have hope in something or the hope of something on the basis of your own understanding. But hope sometimes... Uh, dies. We lose hope. We live life, for those of you who have lived, I can see people, you've lived life longer than I have lived. Most of you here, and you know that there's a point in time when you lose hope. You know it. But I'm not talking about that hope. I'm talking about hope in Christ Jesus, because Christ never fails. Christ never lets you down. I am a living witness of hope in Christ Jesus. And that's what I'm here to talk about today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. His promises are true. And Christ promised that I will be with you until the end of the age. And we can see 2,000 years Ago up to now, we are still talking about hope in Christ Jesus. We are still standing on Christ Jesus, our solid rock on which we stand. Hallelujah. So, little definition of hope. 
feeling of expectation and desire for certain things to happen. A feeling, a feeling of expectation and desire for certain things to happen. Well, a feeling, sometimes that feeling will let you down. Sometimes that expectation might not happen. That's if you are not, you, the hope that you have is in something else, not Christ. But the hope that we have in Christ, I want to give it a different little bit of a twist in definition. To me, it is rather more a, a posture of absolute confidence and security that Christ is the anchor and our all in all. When I hang on Christ Jesus, hey, this is not just a feeling of a whole expectation that something could happen. No. It is my absolute confidence. My absolute confidence that Christ is my anchor. Come rain, come shine. Whether it happens or not. Are we still not waiting, or aren't we still waiting for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ? Paul was, Peter was, they that came before us were, and we still stand on that same hope. Glory to God. That hope is alive and well for both life on earth and life everlasting. That hope still stands to this day. Glory to God. Now, I want to give a little bit of my story and tie it in when I talk about hope. In 1989, June 26th, my father was traveling back home from days of preaching when the bus in which he was returning, traveling back, was violently attacked. There used to be rebels in the east of Uganda, where I come from. The bus was violently attacked and they rained bullets on that bus. One of those bullets caught my father, hit him in the back, ripped through his heart, and he was gone. June 26th, a day I will never forget. Never, never forget June 26th. Our father was snatched away from us just like that. Now, our father was the breadwinner at home. My mother was not, she was a stay-at-home mom and she had no job, no qualification. She was home. And when dad was taken away from us, it was like darkness covered our family. Now I say it was like darkness, but the truth is, it was darkness because of the things that happened from that point. From that point. Talk about hope just in thin air, vanishing. Every prospect, every plan disappeared, changed. We lived in a pretty big house. My dad was an electrical engineer at the same time. 
from the time he died, that changed. He used to ride me around on his motorbike when I was, I was four years old at the time he died, when I, when I would cry. From that, from that time, that changed. Our mother, jobless, no qualification or education of some sort, struggled to take us through school. Well, talk about school, it was just the two of us, me and my older brother at the time, we were four. I'm the second born. But it was not just school. Harder was even just to keep a roof over our head. Even worse, to feed us. Many times, many times, she would come back home and say, ah, I did not, there was no food today. And we would, yeah, go through the day. I was in nursery school, we used to walk about four miles with my older brother to go to school. He used to walk me to my school, and then he would continue to his school. And then I would wait in the afternoon. His school used to get a little longer. He would come back and pick me up. And then we walked back the four miles. These are kids who are hungry. And we walked back home playing. That means our journey took longer. We got home late, and mom was wondering, What's happening to these boys? Well, we're playing, going back home hungry. And when we get home, she says, I'm sorry again. There's no food today. But mommy did this one thing. Every day, she would pull us to her room to pray. The family altar was the strongest thing we had going in that house. Everything else was shaky. Everything else we were not sure. But the family altar was strong. She used to tell us, I know you have, three days now, we've not eaten food. But have you died? No. I know. Your clothes are not the best. But are you naked on the street? No. I know the house we're in is not like where we were before. But are you living, are you sleeping on the street like other kids? No. And she would tell us. God is taking care of us. It will get better. How? We don't know. Now, I didn't do this in the first service, but there's a song my mother used to sing. And I'll never forget it. If everyone asks me, what song did your mother sing the most when you were a child? It's because, it, because he lives, I can face Tomorrow. Famous song. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Oh. Because I know he holds my future. And life is worth 
the living just because he lives because he lives I can face tomorrow because he lives all fear is gone because I know he holds my future and life is worth the living just because he lives. Trusting in Jesus start up our faith even in a hopeless situation. Our fear turned into faith. Every time our mother pointed us to Christ, our fear turned into faith. Now, in 1992, word goes around, compassion, 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 as comes an organization, they help children. If you're struggling, if orphans, they, they, they help. Go, 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 Florence, get up. My mother is called Florence. So word comes home and my mother jumps up, runs there, and we apply. And we qualified. That's me and my older brother. We qualified. And right now I don't have a packet with me here, but I, I wish I had it. But, no, it's fine. So there's a packet in the back there, you'll see them. It has a picture of a child in it. Just like now, in a service like this, in 1992, it was me on that packet. That little child in that picture, seven years old, uh, yeah. And then my sponsors said, okay, Stephen. All right, Stephen, we'll sponsor this one. And they committed. They took, they had children. They took the little from what they would have given to their children and shared with me. You have no idea how grateful I am. The act of faith they took and committed from 1992 until I finished college. And again, I talk about hope. To me, that is a hope in, in reality. I, I, I taste it. I live it. I live it. I am not that kid in 1992. So, today I am here talking about compassion. There's children out there, and there's packets out there in the back that talk about these children. 
children that are in the same situation I was in. I stand here to represent them. And I'm here to stir up your faith by the grace of God. If, 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 if the Spirit of God is speaking to you, to stand with the child. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Now, hope begins here. Hope could very well begin here. Amen. Could very well begin here. As I close. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So our walk of hope is by faith. And our actions are driven by faith. Because hope is about what we do not know and what we cannot see. If we could see it, then that's not hope, right? We hope the things we do not know, we don't know how it's going to come, we don't know how it's going to work. But by faith, we take a step. We act, by faith we stand. Hallelujah. Let's rise up on our feet. Let's rise up on our feet and let's pray. Mighty God, King of kings, Lord of lords, there is none like you. I thank you for this day. I thank you for speaking your word to us. I pray that as we walk out of this place, may you continue to speak to us and guide our action to your word our response to your word. Lord, I pray that you glorify yourself in all of it. Glorify yourself today and to everyone, Lord, that takes the action to sponsor a child. Lord, glorify yourself in that, in, in that action of faith that they've taken. Lord, I thank you and I give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Stephen. We hope you've enjoyed our First Pres Mommy podcast. Learn more about our church at our website, firstpresmommy.org. Have a great week.